Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to oh Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. You did I that to William, yourself, Jeremy. And I am the Game yes, Master. And joining me today, we have Craig. Hi. I'll be playing bees, a swarm of nocturne and torch bees that collectively form a swarmkeeper ranger. Well, I hate who you has said been that getting like you... targeted by every demon. I like how you said that like you weren't sure. It's like, well, hi, I'm not I'm anymore. Craig. Have you been What up, demons? Today? It's me, you bees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, Kendall Fairchild. I got it right. Uh, Eladrin Warlock of her daddy. Uh, <laughs> and Cody. Damn it. Hi, I'm Cody, and I am currently playing Varush Al Rule, Loxodon Voidkeeper. I know that word. Uh, and Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistel and then Farn Rogue. Sorry, I knew my brain wanted to say Dakota so badly. Well, that game isn't even running yet. I know, but that's where my mind is right now. I mean, if y'all want me to end Star Wars that badly, I will kill you all off. I can do that. <laughs> it's not hard. That's like an out of game threat, though. <laughs> I didn't that say like your a characters. to the players to make it happen. <laughs> and John. I'm John. I'm playing Coltarn, the orc artificer gadgeteer person with things. And also Black Lives Matter and trans rights are human rights. Yes. Leave women. Fuck NFTs. Hmm? Fuck NFTs. <laughs> Fuck. No fucking things. Fuck, <laughs> fuck tech bros who keep inventing problems to solve to make more money. <laughs> they didn't even invent the problem. They just invented the solution and went looking for a problem. Oh no, they they had a problem to solve. It just that the problem wasn't was a, the problem was already solved. <laughs> we keep t- talking about it. The tech bros win. So let's keep going. <laughs> They've already won. Jack. Yo, hey, I'm Jack. I'm playing uh, Till Wayland, uh, avian uh, monk, way of the iron path, and I rolled two dark side. <laughs> Impressive, considering that it's not the system. Hey, it's two dark side is a state of mind. Hey, if you want to give, if you want to give me free DM inspiration to throw at you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, you were actually in Star Wars for a minute, rolling dark side. Are you saying that as a DM, you don't give yourself dark inspiration on the regular, anyways? <laughs> no, I, I just sure no, I just do. make up attack stats on the fly. That that that's basically the same thing. 
This character has a... Oh, I rolled a three. A plus 20 to hit. <laughs> there you go. I, I, was more, I was more referring to like, okay, I need to come up with a decent like attack that I can throw at someone. Uh, here, necrotic magic missile called Soul Seeking Lance. <laughs> that works too. Also, be afraid, y'all, because your warlock got banishment. I have oh, an exosuit, right. but we'll go over what that is in game. Oh. So, when last we left off, uh, the group of you, continuing your journey down into the sewers beneath the Imperial Palace of Savarinus, uh, found a Hellroper underwater as you uh, encountered a mysterious glow that seemed to be emanating from some kind of magical rift beneath the sewer channel. Uh, you were attacked by a aberration creature infused with the energies of the rift, which proceeded to try and drag several of you underwater while the rift's magics assaulted you, uh, which continued for some time after the creature's death when it reanimated itself using the dark energies of the rift before finally being put down for good. And the rest of you clawed and pulled your way out of the water back onto the surface, smelling just glorious. Oh, we're camouflaged. All right. feels uh, home, right at home. I, I didn't get in the water. <laughs> I think you're the only one. I am literally the only one yeah. who stayed clean in this entire fight, I think. Mm. Yep. Uh, as as Coltarn gets up out of the water... Like begins to dry himself off with like a blowtorch. Ah. <laughs> sure, that's technically drying yourself off. Sure, we'll go with that. One way to put it. No, it's not. I'm not aiming it at myself. I'm just like right past. Um. Well, do you want to hold a blowtorch near the contents of a sewer? <laughs> okay, that is also a fair uh, point. Yeah, that's. A... Very reasonable. I was going to say, there are plenty of different options for radiant heat. Honestly, blowtorches don't radiate a ton of heat. That would be a waste of their energy. I say, if you got a blowtorch that's radiating a lot of heat, you got an inefficient blowtorch. Yeah, right. And you anyway. don't have to radiate a lot of heat to dry yourself off, though, is the thing. And blowtorches do radiate an amount of heat, as someone who has used blowtorches. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we just hear Coltorn going click, 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 and then, all right, join <laughs> us next week for Grand Terra Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after drying myself off, just muttering to himself, uh, and after after a few minutes, Coltorn just going to, after once, if we're going to be facing things in the water, then I guess it's a good enough time to take this for a test run. And he'll just reach back and elbow the backpack that he's got on. And as he does, you see uh, a bit of it sort of depresses and the entire backpack disassembles itself off, off of his back and reassembles itself around him, forming a completely enclosed mechanized suit. Neat. And then oh. through the through the uh, distorted, sort of slightly oh, distorted a... vocals. Oh god, that's a stark change. Why didn't you do that before you went in the water? Because it's a prototype, he says through the distorted vocals of the helmet, and also oh. 
I kind of just reacted and didn't think about activating it. Does prototype mean it doesn't work? Prototype means it's untested. Okay. It seems like wearing it in the water would have been a better way to test it. Again, tentacles came out and grabbed people. I didn't really think about turning it on. Okay. Speaking of which, is everyone okay? Looking <laughs> at everyone yeah. else that got yanked and dragged into the water. Well, you all smell dirty. horrendous. <laughs> Uh, I believe the duration of Chet uh, being around has expired around this point. Uh, no, Chet's around for like a fucking hour. I is, it, is it an hour? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna go soon. Don't get me wrong. Uh, concentration up to an hour. All right, cool. So Chet drags himself out of the water. Yep. We we didn't get healed after last time, right? Nope. No. 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 Yeah. My hit points are not correct. Oh, did some of you guys lose hit points? Yes. I didn't. Right. Bees is currently at <laughs> points. Yeah, Bees is, is not looking good. Bees desperately trying to sort of put the uh, the hive back together. There are, if if, if anyone was trying to uh, grab a peek earlier, by the way, there are significant portions of the armor exposed now. Oh, yeah. So no, Bill will peek that. Chunks of the, of, of the hive and webbing have been torn I will, away. I will peek that up. as well. Who Who all looks injured? Just, uh, just mostly bees. Mostly bees. Bees, Gideon, uh, and uh, Tolbar. Tolbar. And Chet, a little himself. bit. And Chet. Don't forget Chet. I've already forgotten Chet. We'll make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Nobody forgets Chet. That's one day, hard, one day for Chet. I'm just over here giving 110%, taking it to the paint. You forget about old Chet. Not cool, bro. Sorry, who are you? I say as I head over to bees. Um, oh, ice cold. Uh, I will. Uh, one of the uh, one of the one of those green vials that he uses to inject people with cure wounds sort of pops out of the shoulder, and he reaches up, pulls it down, injects it into the armored gauntlet that's now covering his left arm, and just sort of points a hand at bees, and then this. The, the liquid inside it gets dispersed as a spray over the bees as I cast Cure Wounds on Bees. Till reaches out and taps Chet on the shoulder, you know, with the barrel of his pistol like a normal person. Um, are you a friend of Miss Fairchild's? That didn't work. I don't, do you, Jeremy, do you want <laughs> role playing this part? You fucking go for it, dude. Okay. <laughs> I, I I have a few questions. Yeah. Number one, am I a friend of yes? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. You are you are a fey friend, very yeah. specifically. We, 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 we go we, way say hi. We go way back. Bees gets thirteen hit points. All right, cool. The the, the um the um noticeably fewer amount uh, of of bees that are buzzing around the swipe uh, the swarm the hive armor pardon me um begin to begin to glow a little bit like like you've seen them do sometimes in low uh, in, in in low light environments and then you actually see more of them start to emerge from the hive armor to to assist in the repairs something interesting that some of you may have noticed actually <clears throat> while the bees were reduced in number 
the suit itself, as it lost bees and lost uh, hive, was still moving and was actually moving a lot smoother, like without a lot of the jerkiness that you expect out of bees' motions. But then mm-hmm. as the bees continue to increase in population, the jerkiness comes back. Can I make a nature check to see if bees is actually just an ethereal that's been infested by a hive of bees? And you can roll a nature check. I don't know what that's going to tell you. I don't know. If, I don't know if it'd be like nature or arcana or what would be the role for that. But Craig, you get another seven. All right, thank you. Yep. And with a twenty-two perception, does uh, Till notice anything new or additional about the armor now that it's more exposed? So, um, with the with the with the a significant portion of the armor exposed from under the hive, you can see that it is a it is a full suit of um, metallic armor um, that is very finely created and well filigreed. Its primary colors are black with a with a gold trim. Um, and it has a variety of like etched symbolism and script written across the surface of it. Um, which is written in you can't really tell the language, but the script is a combination of celestial and infernal script. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I speak avian and basic, so you know. Yeah, but yeah, like I... they, because because <laughs> because Celestian and and Sarhemian uh, languages have their own uh, alphabets and symbolism, mm-hmm. that's easy to to, to tell. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you might not speak or read Arabic, but you can tell Arabic lettering when you see. Right. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, no, that's definitely Cyrillic. Maybe it's Russian, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. And does it look like, does it look like plate armor? Does it look like scale? It looks like probably um, like half plate, something in the medium okay. armor range. All right. He'll accept the fact that Chet and uh, Kendall go way back and then... <laughs> file away his uh his observations on bees for for the time being as 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 the bees like the bees multiply rapidly after getting sprayed with the with the uh with the troll serum that i just like sort of vaporized onto them i sort of like paused for a second look down the gauntlet and just sort of muttered to myself mental note see if troll uh, see if troll dna is aphrodisiac to bees <laughs> It just tastes good. If we can hear that, oh, no, what is it? What does it, it feel probably like? Because he's muttering. Um, what does it feel like when Varush heals us? Uh, just like, uh, just feels like a warm breeze. Okay. Whereas, whereas Coltarns, uh, Coltarns uh, makes all yes. of makes your <laughs> Coltarns potion makes your body go into overdrive as it repairs itself. So whatever that does to the bees, I, I the way I picture it, if you're okay with it, the way I picture it, essentially what's happening is it's accelerating the larval growth inside. Yeah, and so new, essentially the bees. The larval bees that are in the hive inside have just been accelerated into adulthood, and those are the ones that are pouring out. Um, um, and they say, Farouche, did you do that? Uh, not all of it. You were already more bees when I came up. 
Okay. Well, that that was nice. Mm. That felt nice. Looks and, like you needed it. And your spray tastes good. Thanks, Coltarn. Thanks, Baruch. Um, sort of closes a fist, and that that empty vial ejects out of the gauntlet, and he catches it. That's also the last of my serum for the day, so I'll have to wait until I can fabricate more. Okay. Uh, what you what you can tell, um, by the way, with that perception check, Till, is that while it looks like it's probably half plate originally, mm-hmm. it looks like it's been heavily damaged, and it's probably not providing as much protection as it could. Right. Okay. Chet Chet is sort of still looking at you and goes. What about you, bro? You work for the company? I work for Mr. Fairchild. Oh, right. Like, who doesn't? This is Till. I Till Chet. Oh. That's Miss Dole. What's up, little bro? Hi, Chet. Coltar. Hey, Miss Dole. Rouge. Bees. What's up? Indian. Hey, what's up? What's up? So really appreciate the help uh i think i'm gonna let you go back whatever you're doing sorry for calling you in so on such a no short notice but you know it was a it was a thing uh it's, no no problem like anytime awesome and, 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 well like like i'm contractually obligated so like anytime. right 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 but yeah. but still like i don't have a choice but yeah like totally you're the best <laughs> thank you yeah okay, and i will no, drop no, concentration <laughs> Like mid sentence, just like. Right. <laughs> uh, that's so anyway, like maybe we could catch the last game next week. Oh God! <laughs> Chet He's goes nice. with all the ceremony and transitional power of Peppa Pig hanging up on Susie Sheep. <laughs> that was the most dad thing you've ever said. Yeah, dad. it really was. You're welcome. It's one of the funniest videos on the internet. Fight, fight me. I recognize <laughs> the names and I knew nothing about the context, but it was still funny. To oh me. boy, I'm sending you a YouTube link. No, you're not. Pepe <laughs> is not allowed in our home. You are 100%. Well, no, you can send the link. I can't right. stop you from doing that. <laughs> I will leave that shit on red. Oh, look, there's, sorry, one of the, 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 the go live tweet got retweeted by another what? company that I now have to follow. No, it's a props. It's a 3D prop maker. Oh. And I now have to follow hey. them because they make cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life. Thanks, cool shit makers. Mr. Wolfly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, is that the name of the company? But yeah, no, keep going. No, Hellforge uh, Props. Mr. Wolfly over to Kindle and say i'm sorry i got the outfit that you got me dirty it's okay that look it got me you didn't do it it was the thing and it's fine it's fine that's that's what dry cleaning and buying more is for why would you buy more because it's because you just do didn't so you, you have already options? buy like 12 you outfits? Have, oh, yeah yeah like she got me a lot of outfits yeah yeah like i have like all the outfits i would ever need oh no <laughs> oh no you need more no you don't need more you should have more 
I'm learning. I feel like you're teaching me bad habits. Nah. That doesn't seem accurate. Do you mean like stuff to change into after we're in the sewers? Yeah, like that. Tilly dissociating into the distance, looking like he's never heard of the concept of a bad habit in his life. Of course not. No, why would I know anything about that? That's 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 far above my Craig grade. Well, we should probably keep going. I don't yes. want to know what else we're going to find that's situated on what sounded like a demonic rift. Yeah, did it, since okay, yeah. it was down there, could I make a some sort of check to see why? There's a glowing rift down there, or what could cause roll religion? Oh wait, what I'm would I, so what would I, religious. What would I roll I got on that two. analysis of what bees might be, considering that they moved better with less bees? Uh, you can roll me nature. You can roll me arcana. Roll me whatever you think might be relevant. That's why I'm asking you what might be relevant. I got it. It's a unique experience. Twenty-three arcana. I got a two. That hole is glowing. Probably lots of demons in there. Yeah, like the the rift the rift is quieted down. Uh, like you're not seeing as much of the glow anymore. Um, okay. But you're not certain what the hell it is. Yep. Other than a nuisance. Uh, with a with a twenty three arcana, you would suspect that whatever is the unique quality that provides the bees their sentience is distributed across the hive. Uh, and so the more bees it has to try and support, the less like efficient the hive moves. Um, but you don't know what that means. Ah. So the less bees, the smarter bees gets. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> like you sus- like what the, the suspicion that you're getting is that rather than the individual bees, it is the hive that is that is animate and sentient. And its sentience is distributed across the bees involved. Gotcha. So it's not the bees, it's the hive. Is the suspicion. I don't say anything about it. That's just like, that's just for me. Um, Perhaps we continue on a, a step closer to the wall, farther away from. Yes, if there's something. If something begins glowing beneath the sewage, let's step away from it. Yeah. Let's carry on then. Varush, lead the way. I'll keep an eye out for more traps. Mistel sits back on Kindle's shoulder. Oh. Slightly dirtier than before. Wait, let me see. Can I fix this? Don't remember if that. None of us have prestidigitation. No, that is untrue. Oh, okay. Oh, you have prestidigitation? I do have prestidigitation. You can make us all clean. There is a whole lot of cleaning going on in this immediate vicinity. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Are you doing one square foot or one cubic foot at a time? Are you. Do you use it on bees? I mean, it starts with Mistel and then Kendall, and then, I mean, she will ask Ooh. people if they do, if they want to be cleaned. Yes, she's not just going to walk up to people and just be just just clean them against their will. It's developing something here. 
No, I'm, I wasn't. That's a joke. <laughs> so yeah, she will absolutely offer. Coltarna and Tolbar will both take you up. Okay. Yeah, so we'll Oh, Mitchell, absolutely. Yeah. I have advantage on smelling things. I don't want this smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coltarn for himself, Tolbar so that other people don't have to smell him because he does not have olfactory senses. So we've we've never we've never seen Verouge wander around with his trunk in his pocket before, but today <laughs> no, it's, just, it's just high and just like closed. <laughs> yep. Can you just dry us out? Ah, uh, yes, theoretically. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, yep, yeah, I can do that. You just want to be, you just want to be dried off. You don't want to be cleaned up. Yeah, the high, it's not good when the inside parts are wet. We like the, we, we like all the protection we get from the outside, though. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Take however long that needs. Yeah. The soul's just twirling around going, I'm pretty again. <laughs> hey, Kendall. Uh-huh. Till just turns to missile. What do you mean again? That, that feels better. Thanks. You're welcome. She will go sit on Till's shoulder. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, Elephant Man and War Machine will take off. Will take point. Yep, <laughs> my two favorite Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I do want to see the alternate universe where Joseph Merrick was a member of the Avengers, <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to see the alternate universe where Iron Man is an orc. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that art is out there guaranteed I've seen it for, it's real good for, looking for orc iron man art now just 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 search for Rob Orc Downey Jr why'd womp. you have to go and do that because <laughs> I hate you Jeremy I've seen Iron Man versus an orc it's not true I love you that's how I flirt, Jeremy. See Iron Man as Sauron. Why? Anyway, Sauron? we're walking well, down well, a well, John goes down that particular <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, I'm we're, waiting. We're I'm waiting sewers. until Rule Thirty Four shows up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you act like that. You act. Like, you act. Do you really believe my safe search has ever been turned on? I mean, no, because I know you. <laughs> I just don't comment on the porn. I let it go by and stay in my eyes. You bookmark it. Yes. Right click, save as. (laughs) Just like an NFT. (laughs) I want an NFT. I... I want an NFT of that gif that cuts between the Hulk looking back and smiling at the camera and Black Widow looking confused and startled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the best mashup in existence <laughs> uh, anyway some of you know exactly what I'm talking about right? <laughs> so yes yep. sure I'm am okay. you are traveling mm-hmm. 
Eventually. Uh, uh, do you need us to make investigation checks for traps? Uh, roll survival checks. I will give you advantage because I'm helping. Boop. Oh, well, I was wait, just rolling some, it. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just everybody had to make it survival check. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. It wasn't clear. <laughs> I'm starting out super good tonight, guys. Did you want Say everyone yo. to make survival checks, William? Yeah. Get ready for my negative good. one to survival I'm, checks. I'm a bit I, focused on I have the water. That does make sense. <laughs> It's a 17 from Kendall. I'm an artificer, not a rogue. I'm not a skill monkey. The trend continues that despite being worse at basically everything than Till, I roll higher than Till. Yep. You know what I just realized? And this is completely a tangent, but Camille and I have been talking about how the next time we played D&D together, we were going to play him being a paladin uh and me like him being a paladin parole officer and me being a rogue uh who is his parolee yeah uh, and we completely didn't do that in fact we went the opposite direction <laughs> <laughs> so uh with a 24 from bees and a 17 from kendall and a 20 from mistle the group is fairly easily able to locate as you uh, as you look around. Eventually, you come across a strange set of tracks that sort of disappear into the side of the sewer wall. And that sort of gives you an alert that there is probably something hidden here, some different transition to a different location. Might have found it. What'd you find? Here, look look how different this is. Look at these tracks. I would like to search for a secret door. Are these like footprint type tracks or like it's more it's more like a it's more like a water drag. Like you know how okay. when, yeah, yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. you know how like in, in moist areas there are like tracks of the water and the residue it leaves behind? Yep. Uh-huh. One of those sort of curves into the wall. I would like to look for a secret door or the method of to w- by which one might open the secret door. Roll investigation. Do I have any assistance? I, I will. Oh, I will give you guidance if someone else will assist. Yeah, I'll assist. I, a, a group of the a group of the bees come out and will uh, congregate around Coltarn's head and they're sort of whispering to Coltarn going, Look at the water over there. Okay, we saw in the tracks go that way. So, guidance. So we'll say Mistel and Varush are helping me to give me advantage, and Bees is giving me guidance. Yep. If, if you can est- estimate how thick this is, if you can find it. All right. So, advantage, investigation, uh, 28. Yep. So, uh, well, the 28. As you sort of look around and use your scanner to try and pick up the the latent technology in in this in this area, yeah, um, so this, can... this, the scanner is integrated into the exosuit as well. So it's just like the right hand side of the helmet just lights up as data is being read through it. Yeah, and you can you can sort of read that there is there's definitely a a door uh, access here. 
Uh, and as you look around, uh, you find, you sort of drag the, the power, you sort of scan, the, you find the power lines connecting to this door, and you sort of drag and follow the power lines until you find the activation switch, which you sort of look over to one side and see that there is a somewhat displaced brick uh, that is not quite connected to everything else in this sewer system, and you just sort of slam it, and it depresses, and the door slides to one side. Bill's got the revolver out, and he's just sort of starting to peer in, like, sort of just past the door jam, not... Yeah, you have dark vision. Right. So (laughs) you see in different shades of gray, um, we'll we'll light back up unless somebody tells us not to. Not yet. No, we're good. Yeah. So in differing shades of gray, you see uh, a metal catwalk uh, enclosed in a steel hallway that begins to descend at a it's like a right angle from for like at a right angle from the actual entrance it just turns immediately to the left and starts to head down does it does it is it a little turn no it's like there's room for a person to step in and then hard left so we well you're not you're saying we don't need to make a little turn on the catwalk yeah my god anyway um and you're saying it's enclosed is it like like caged in like chain link or is it like solid steel paneling solid steel pan okay so it's a very narrow metal hallway is what you're saying basically yeah and then that shifts around a corner and goes into stairs going downward more or less yeah yeah okay so i'll go first step through can you see in the dark yeah Okay, cool. I can, I can never I can't remember who all got the thing. So did you did you say no light at this point? Uh not yet. I don't believe so. Okay, all right. Yeah. These will be behind Barush then, unless somebody else wants that spot. Yep, that sounds fine. Um, Mistel's still on till shoulder. Okay. Um. Till's going to sort of gesture for uh. For Coltarn to to follow and then kind of usher Kendall in next and then draw, uh, put himself towards the back a little bit. Yeah, so I'll be behind. And then for... Gideon, Skier Tolbar, etc., etc. Yeah, we'll have Skier Tolbar in the in like the very back, and then okay. I'll be up next to Varush. So as you as you step down, everyone make me perception checks. I see everything. I guide myself. <laughs> Shit. I haven't rolled above a 10 yet. Jesus. I'm rolling kind of low as well. There we go. There. Hey, we're <laughs> back on track. There's the nap. Uh, yes, you can guide yourself if you want, bees. I, Verusha, the oath of the watchers. Nothing slips past my vision. <laughs> I, set up a shortcut I don't remember how it works. I don't think I need it, but I'm going to roll it anyway. That's a 30. Well done. So, Mistel and and Bees are the first ones to pick this up as you continue to descend, and everyone else is going to take a little bit longer to be able to hear it. But as you're descending, you start to hear industrial music. 
Um, Mistel will whisper to Till. Do you hear that? Till will pause until he does. Hmm. No. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Um, not, not bright enough, like lighting up a torch. But the, but the bees, the little, the, the part of their, their abdomen from which the lights will come, start to just strobe a little bit in, 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 in beat with the music. Well, you, you, I should, I should correct. It seems industrial at first because all you're getting is the bass and the and the drums. But as you as it continues on, you start to pick up the synthesized instruments as well, and it starts to develop more into this pretty modern sounding um, sort of like techno mix that like techno rock, roughly, um, that is sort of picking up as you descend further down. Well, I wasn't Be- expecting a party. Is bees still like lit uh, up? No, I mean not again. Not like super lit, but there's just a real faint like. Yeah. Doom, doom, as doom as it starts, he's, as he's stroking. Till, he's till, the till reaches out and pulls one of uh, Kendall's AirPods out. Kendall <laughs> currently <laughs> is not paying attention because she's currently on her 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 communicator with her dad asking, "Look, we're going into what we're." It's getting really mucky and nasty down here. Can I get some new spells? And that's how she has her new spells. And that's why she is <laughs> a thousand percent not paying attention to anything that's going on here. Fantastic. So I, I, so as we're as we're getting closer, bees turn down the light. Oh, okay. We we just like that sound. Do you hear it? Yes, we can hear it, and we don't want whatever's making it to see us approaching. Okay. Is there Here. any chance it's a dance party? Unlikely. Huh? At least not one we want to dance in. Is a dance party? I mean, Mom uh, Harris says anything is a dance party if you try hard enough. Huh. How did I not notice that? <laughs> anyway. And it's like the the sound the sound of the music is definitely designed to emulate like factory noises. It's definitely got like the screeching synth that is designed to sound like a power lifter going on in the background, and it being used to create the noise of the music itself. Ah, so industrial techno as made by Stomp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's as you continue to, let's, down. Let's try yeah. to approach it quietly. Slow as, down and approach quietly. Sorry. As as you as you continue down, um, eventually you start to see light that is sort of strobing in from around a corner that you're seeing approaching, and it doesn't it doesn't look like it's like time to the music at all. It just seems like there's just like a a weirdly strobing flare going off inside. Um, <laughs> Everyone roll me stealth. I just want to see. I'm trying to step. 25. It appears I have no rhythm. I can't I can't walk with this. Look, I'm wearing an exosuit. I'm not stealthy. I'm just trying to walk quietly. Am I aware enough to be stealthy at the moment? Sure. Okay. 
I just I wanted I to like... see if <laughs> yes, I, I... apparently I can. So what's happening here? What's happening here is um, the uh, uh, the exosuit has added like an extra foot to Coltarn and an extra like half a foot width. So it's not that he's inherently bad at stealth, although he is. It's that he keeps misjudging how far that it is between him and the wall and occasionally just digging a trench in the wall with his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I just wanted to see with this person's, with this individual's combination of like environmental effects and the noise, the disadvantage and the negative modifier he's got on his roll. He had a negative one, so he did not hear any of you. See, I like the idea that... Everybody who succeed, everybody who rolled really well on their stealth rolls, just started dancing <laughs> and blended in with the crowd. And what, the that's ones down who here? didn't are the ones that stick out like sore thumbs. For once, Kronk had it right. But uh, so as you round as you round the corner, you start to see that the strobing effect is from a, is from a welding torch that is that is currently being used on a hunk of metal. It's just sparks flying in all directions is the reason you're getting that weird strobing light effect. As you are walking into what looks like a workshop that is currently being worked on, uh, with the music blaring from a set of speakers in one corner, um, and the the end of, there's an individual with their back to you uh, who is like. There's there's a machine arm that is reached down in front of them and is automatically welding a line in front of them as they've just sort of like bobbing their head to the music and spinning a wrench in their hand, just watching the work that's going on. You can see like a frazzled, like very tall and sort of spiked set of brown hair that's sort of jutting out behind them. They're wearing what looks like it was once a lab coat, but it's covered in engine grease and just like bits of detritus as they're wearing like this pair of goggles that wraps around their head and is forcing their hair to spike back as they're just sort of rocking out to the music while they're working on whatever's in front of them. I was going to say, Till wants to get an eyeball on whatever they're working on in front of them, if possible. Hmm? Or or other finished projects that may be in the room to see what they're making. As you look around, you can see um, this appears to be... Uh, you, can, you can see a variety of different um, cybernetics and augmentations that appear to be on the various walls. You can see... Um, advanced versions that are look, looking more complex than normal of the like the the augmented arm cannons that were attached to the demon that you killed earlier. Um, you can see what look to be like the exoskeletons of like of, like skeletal augmentations for individual soldiers. This appears to be a, a very complicated metal shop for outfitting the the fiendish troops uh, of the empire. And the, the data pad that we got, did we get a picture of Leiden? Uh, you did, and it was a very old man. Okay. All right. Wasn't he uh, an elf? I'm going I'm I'm to signal yeah. for as we step through the doorway, just for everybody to like fan out and kind of half circle around this person before we can, make our presence known. Can we see what what species this person is? Uh, you not from behind very well, but they are they are of like um, what would what would be referred to as the uh, the soft folk shades, which is to say humans, elves, dwarves, the people who don't have chitinous scales or anything. Um, okay. They are they are one of the soft folk, so they look to be roughly human or elf height. 
Uh, you can't really tell the ears in the in the in the darkness because you've got just got the, the light of the welding torch to go by. Bees are paying attention to Varush and watching for a nod. Varush might want to grab an Eladrin and pull them back because they're just they they have yeah no, no idea. if you if they you're about to just walk up you... and like no no Ken, if if Kendall starts moving there will be a hand on a shoulder till we'll be like back this way what why why and does it does it look like they're disassembling just... or they're actually like making more of these don't it, it, surprise it looks... people with power tools especially ones that are on fire. Mm. It looks like he. It looks like he's assembling something. Like he. He's like there's a welding torch that's putting together a metal, a metal like, a metal exterior, and he's like wrenching bolts and putting things together as the the welding torch is on an odd like is like on a CNC arm, like an automatic machine arm that's just welding a line as he describes it, and he's just performing like individual bolt maintenance on it. Is there a power switch anywhere on any of these walls for that CNC? Uh, welder or is that yeah. on the same wall he's I'll, I'll walk over to that and just like tap it off <laughs> and then wait for him to turn around yeah the uh the 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 c the cnc machine stops for a minute and the the he stops bobbing his head to the music for a second and like tilts his head to the side like what the hell and like you see him like very slowly pull the goggles and put them up on his forehead as he like sets the wrench down and like taps the welder for a minute uh, it was like, okay, I fucking did a surge protector flip, and he turns around. Oh shit! Other thing that like everyone sort of like the some of some of us spread out. Coltarn just sort of stood in the middle of the room, waiting for him right. to turn around. <laughs> and that way, a I make the least amount of noise when if I don't move, and b turn around into a giant armored orc. <laughs> Kendall just smiles brightly and waves, "Hi, hello." Uh, now, now that introductions have been made, Till's looking for something that can turn down this music so we can talk. Uh, I mean, as he as he sees everyone uh, standing right around him, he's like, "Oh shit!" Um, and he looks over at the speaker and claps twice, and the music turns down. Other than clap on era, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Does this afternoon look like? And he 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 wave, he waves at something on the other wall, and the lights come up. Um, and you see what looks to be probably a mid twenties half elf, uh, with sort of like like I said, sort of spiky brown hair that's sort of pulled back by the goggles, um, like faintest bit of a goatee, just like stretching out down under the chin, um, uh, with sort of like silverish eyes. Um, wearing again a very like disheveled and grease stained lab coat over what looks to be just like regular mechanics overalls. Lab coat um, have a name. Uh, it says uh, as you as you get a look at the at the name tag, um, it just says Xander. Okay. Um, can I see? Can I? Can I tell now that the lights are on? Can I tell what he was working on? Like he was disassembling something, but can I tell like what it was? He was he was assembling something. Uh, assembling. Something. Can I tell what it is? Um, it looks to be uh, as you as you get a better look. Um, it looks like he's putting together uh some variety of like cannon mounting. Like it looks it, like it's not the gun itself, but it's like the the base platform of like a of like a standing turret. Okay. 
So not 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 a uh, half human, half demon contraption. No. Does it match the technology of what we would assume to be uh, Doctor? What's his face? Like Professor Leiden. Yeah. yeah, Professor Leiden. Yeah, it does. And it, as you, I, like it's, like I mentioned, as you look around, you can see the cybernetic half of all of the demon work is sort of like advanced versions of it are laid around the walls. This appears to be the R and D facility for the cybernetics that go yeah. into. So very very slow like head turn scan of the room and then in the modulated voice from the armor all of this technology seems to match the cybernetic augmentations that the fiend infused troopers have been implanted with hello to you too Xander says oh that was easy can we just kill him and go back? Uh, Wait, what? Please. What? Sorry. Hi, I'm Kendall. Hi, I'm Xander. Nice to meet you, Xander. Hold on just a second. Turn to the rest group. No shushing whatsoever. Why are we killing him? So he freaks out again just a little we're bit. We're not none we're yet. Not. Nobody but bees said we were killing him, Kendall. Okay, that's why I, that's why I was asking for clarification. Yeah, I I don't want to kill him. Me but, either. He seems really cool, hey, and I like his taste in music. The creatures. This is the stuff. And this is the cybernetics. <laughs> this these this technology matches the cybernetics that was used to implant into them. This See? individual is not old enough to be the person we're looking for. Well, I don't want to wait. He's also not attacking us. Yeah, we do you have guys. You guys are looking for my dad. <laughs> Gestures. Oh, okay. That's awkward. Okay. Where is he? Uh, good question. Do you there, have a there's a lot. Here's a what, what are you doing here? I mean, before dad took off, he just told me to keep up work in the R&D shop, so I've just been making more tech. Just you killing time. Noticed that everything above you has basically stopped running. I don't get out much. How do you eat? I got a synthesizer. It makes all the food that I need. I just sort of sit down here, R and D tech. So when was the last time you were? Oh that's... my god, that's so sad. With I mean, it's fun. I like making tech. That's even sadder. I spent most of my life at an R&D facility. Something wrong with that. Do you want a hug, Coltern? No. Uh, last time I was on the surface was like, I don't know, last year? Was last year? Pull, yeah, pull up the tablet. I, it's like the middle of summer. It's like midway through the year. How it's long... been at least like five or six months since he was on the surface. How okay. long ago was the Empire overthrown? A couple of months ago. Okay. With, with a great deal of care and caution, after clearly working on this next statement for a while, Bees says very slowly, we just want to talk to your dad. Even I think that's bullshit. Turning back uh, to him. He's trying. So the empire above has been dethroned. 
I mean, I kind of figured that was going to happen eventually. And your supposedly dead father's inventions are still wandering out of the underground. Well, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of them that he made. I mean, unless someone got to his end of the lab and input the command override, which I didn't know needed to be put in at any point, then they'd be wandering without any kind of commands and just reverting back to base instincts, which from his technology and his work was probably just kill everything in sight and grow stronger. Right. So we need to stop them. Okay. Do you have the capability of using that command override to do so? Uh, unless he changed the codes before he left, probably. Could you awesome. walk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Rush. Would you be willing to lead us there? Uh, yeah, it's on the other end of this. It's a, I mean, this is the R&D for cybernetics. He does the R&D for demonology over there. He says the indicates to a, like a large set of doors at the back end of the room. Do you right. have access to the data that this facility was... How many, specifically? I mean, this facility, you'd have to look in the like full project overview is in his office, which is above demonology. Um, cybernetic, I like for me, I just make cybernetics until they tell me to shift projects. So I've made enough armaments for like over the course of the past year. I usually input, I usually output enough cybernetics for about a thousand troops every year. That's Do you know anything about a big hole in the sewer that demons are coming out of? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, usually reject washout is uh, like at the far end of the tunnels. I think we're talking more like a dimensional tear. <laughs> yeah, it was underwater and there was a thing with tentacles. There was a hell roper on top of it. We assume he was looking for hell cows to catch with his hell lariat. Mm. It was hilarious. Huh. Well done, bees. Mm. That's probably a sign that demonology is destabilizing. I haven't checked since he left. Audible you haven't checked. <laughs> Mister, not my department, Mister Leiden. Can I call you Mr. Leiden? That's my only people only call my dad Mr. Leiden and they call him Professor Leiden. So do they call him Professor Leiden or Mr. Leiden? I don't look, I, my name is Xander, okay? All right. Xander, you're an academic and a researcher who's apparently knowledgeable on the fact that an entire department could destabilize. And you didn't think to check at least once? It's not my department. You, your people. Out really of character, having worked retail, I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Right. You well, yeah, but really your department hammered. in retail usually doesn't kill people. <laughs> it does not. Not actively, anyways. <laughs> you, your, your people really hammered home the not my problem attitude, didn't they? I mean, if I, like, the other R&D scientists who came, who went from cybernetics and walked into demonology without being, like, or warned first, usually end up dead or part of the experiment. 
So you're forewarned then, already. Pre-warned, one might say. Like, I don't check in on that because I don't want to run into something I shouldn't. Do you care at all that innocent people are being killed out there? I mean, I don't really have any control over it. Well, you, you literally have the Mr. Lydon here is going to have to have some conversations about personal responsibility before we uh, bring him out of here, but I'm sure we can handle that at the proper moments. Really, really quickly, William. Uh, combination rules question slash environmental question. Um, so my exosuit has the ability to integrate weapons into it. Does that mean I can? Does that mean I can integrate integrated weapons into it? First question. Second question. Looking around, is there anything nice and shiny that might be a good addition to the suit? <laughs> you couldn't integrate integrated weapons into it because they are in, inherently designed to replace a limb. So, I was thinking like I was thinking like Warforge integrated weapons and things like that. Like an uh, arm but blade. like it would depend, but not these things because they are explicitly designed to replace a limb, not integrate into it. Cool, cool, cool. Anything that's particularly valuable that could be used to break up that could be broken down for parts. I mean, roll investigation. Well, congratulations, Mister Leiden. You've just been commandeered to help us figure out what's going on in demonology. And also neutralize your father's efforts. What are you okay. making right now? Uh, this was a turret mounting for one of the, like, um, he was working on walking tanks. All Who right, was? we're going to get going yeah. now before those get loose. <laughs> How long have you been working on it? Uh, this project was assigned to me like a year ago. And I've been, this is like the fifth iteration of the turret design. We're going to get going now before those get loose. Can I? Is he being straight with us? Roll insight. Yeah. Till would can like I guide to do myself that as well. Yeah. If at all possible. Can I guide myself? Yeah, absolutely. Till continues rolling like ass. Okay. Uh, 14. 14. 20. You can roll a d4 Nine. to add to that. Please. Oh, I did. That's including what well, should. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, 14 somehow. I mean, most of you are just kind of getting someone who is detached from everything. Uh, Varush and Mistel specifically are getting this is someone who does not like have the cultural understanding of the impact of his actions. Like, you get the very strong idea, like, idea in your head that he has never really interacted with people outside of his work for his entire life. You're pretty certain that he has been a scientist and a worker since he was born, raised by his father, and has no clue the impact of his creations. I mean, like he, like you say, someone dies, and he's like intellectually a statistic goes down because he has no comp- comp- comprehension of that. Getting a little bit of a Stepman vibe off this guy, kind of. Okay. 
I think so he, he didn't to spend lie more time in the outside world. I don't know. I mean, this is what I've done my whole life. But there are like more things to do up there, and there are people. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. You're not gonna be doing this anymore. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go now. Grab you know grab anything people? we're gonna need to to get into <laughs> technology and uh uh I forgot the other area that we were headed to. Demonology. And the 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 over yeah no and yeah yeah Leiden's office about yeah, demonology. <laughs> Do you know the things you're working on are killing people? Yeah, I mean. I'm making guns, and that's what guns do in general. Right. Okay with that? I mean, it's the craft I was raised to do. I don't exactly. Bees looks intently at Baruch. He shakes his head. <laughs> Bad time to nod. Okay. I. To be perfectly fair. In this situation, are they just? Uh, sorry, I miss. Maybe I'm missing. Are these like particularly? How to put it? Uh, war crimey weapons. I mean, he makes from what you can see of the this area around. A, this is an in-character question. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I point at one of the I point at one of the one of the claw gauntlets that's over on a wall somewhere. Those are the things that replaced the arms of that fiend we killed. I point at something else. That replaces uh, several limbs. I point at something else. That probably goes in where some internal organs should go. Definitely. Yeah, some I, believe Ms. Fairchild, I believe Miss Fairchild's question was less about the practical application of the technology and more the ethical ramifications of its existence. Do you... Which, to be fair there's nothing innately criminal in my perception that these things are being made if you consider that in a vacuum they're, like they're, they're we walk down here with a whole mess of weaponry that we picked up from people or got ourselves or what what the case may be and i mean I'm going to be honest, most of the magic I can do is probably pretty not good, too. Like, these, if you view it in a yes, it's a thing that can hurt people way. These weapons are designed yes. explicitly to be powered off the soul, which is a thing that all of you took very umbrage at me for, commenting on about a soul crystal earlier. Okay, that's definitely not good. Well, correction, they're meant to be powered off a magical, like a magical source. It's just that the way that they're keyed in right now, they're for Sarhemian hybrid troopers. Yeah. So they're yeah. harvesting off of them. Yeah, Kendall, you shouldn't use magic to hurt people. Like you can use, you could use any magic source for these things if you, if you, if you yeah. keyed them in properly. But at the moment, at the moment, they're keyed for souls because Zarheim. Also, that... do you remember all the people in the caravan? That we found by the road. Okay, yeah. They made Gideon cry. I mean... Made me cry, too. 
What's that? Mid-mistle cry. It wasn't at pat on mistle. Hmm. And I, I get that the 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 weapons are people who can use the weapons are certainly potentially bad. I'm just saying he ha- he hasn't built a nuke or anything like being, that is what you're getting. Being a weapon manufacturer doesn't make you necessarily evil. Correct. But well, he's I, part of he makes things that are weapons. To be clear, I haven't I mean at least I don't well I don't know about bees, but I don't think any of the rest of us are accusing him of being evil. Just that this particular manufactory designed to outfit demon troopers probably needs to stop. Yep. I'm more concerned that he doesn't really seem to care what's happening. That's yeah, a separate no, conversation no. for the surface. Also, he did mention that his his he did mention that his father was building tank troopers. We should probably go before those get loose. They haven't killed him yet. Still a little bit of a timetable in the back of our heads now, though. I will, I will, I will, I will clarify that his father works in demonology. Tank troopers are going to be very big demons with very large armor plating. Okay, that's less good. We should sure. go now. Agreed. Okay, come Xander. on. Xander, please lead the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks up the stairs. I, make I was it like, I think we're getting lost in the ethical questions right now and missing the fact that there are tank well, demons. <laughs> no. Bees just wants to kill him and move on. Wait, Bees wants to kill who? Xander? Yeah. Congratulations, you've discovered that one of the major themes of this campaign is the sins of the father. Yep. <clears throat> well... It's not, like we don't, it's not like we don't have two characters based off that concept. <laughs> yes, that is definitely <laughs> what was just being said. Uh, Till's, watch, Till's watching Xander as we go because the whole, all right, you lead us there. Uh-huh, walks us into a trap and then runs off thing. Yeah. He, he's familiar with that maneuver, so he's going to shoot him in the back if that happens. <laughs> there uh he he shoot him in the leg (laughs) he he leads you up the stairs to the the large door to demonology pulls off his id badge and like runs it over the scanner which reads accurate uh and the door opens and it's dark inside huh that's not normal do i see anything relevant inside with my dark vision uh, not in the first 60 feet. Cool. It, is it light behind us? Well, he turned the lights on in the room that you were in, so. Okay. All right. Then bees will light up as long as we're not, you know, drawing a spotlight on ourselves any more than we already have. What do you mean by not normal? Is this a trap? Are you trying to kill us? I mean, how would I even do that? With guns? By leading us somewhere where there's something that would eat us or you, rip us apart do, or do shoot you, us. Do you think that this place is designed to kill the people that work here? Like some yes. of the scientists who walk in don't, don't work come here, back. So I but... don't know. You've already yeah. made it very clear that this place kills the people that work here, even if you don't understand that that's what you've made clear. 
Yeah, you definitely said that. Also, bit of a news, definitely news flash for you. We're from off planet. No shit. Yes. Yes. All right. So no, we don't know how it works here. Yeah. Also that. Well, uh, I mean, when this place is in operation, it's supposed to be lights on at all times, but let's see what's going on. He says he walks into the dark. Two guesses. First what? one's demons. I was going to say, and then there's a big crunch and a stifled scream. <laughs> <laughs> While we're walking, um, uh, what security measures do you have? does this facility have throughout it? I mean, down here, there's not a lot. It was relying mostly on the secrecy and the security measures that were outside. I probably should have gone to maintain those at some point. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little late, I think, but... We've You're not very self-aware. I just do my job and then go to sleep and then wake up and do my job again. It's sad that I understand what that is. Not the only one. Uh, and then, as he walk, he walks further in. <laughs> as all of us out of character are just like, <laughs> sleep, work, sleep again. <laughs> uh, he walks over to a console and presses the button, and lights come on. And you can see through the through the glass wall as lights come in. Uh, as he's walked into what appears to be an observation deck. Uh, lights come on, and you can see in massive tubes uh, it spread out on the on the floor uh, that the observation room is overlooking are uh, like large tubes full of like preservation fluid that are housing the largest creatures that any of you have seen to date. As they, aside from like the dragons, I was going to say, what about that big space dragon? (laughs) The largest terrestrial creatures that any of you have seen to date. I mean, legit fair. Uh, As you see, what again looks to be these like, they look like they're supposed to be bipedal in some regard, but they seem sort of ape like in that they're very hunched forward with large, oversized forehand, forelimbs. Um, uh, They, look to be the size of for easy comparison a tank um these large ape-like demons uh with like heavily muscled and chitinous bodies uh that um are all just sort of floating in these preservation tanks i point at one of them and then look at xander tank units that's the that's the biological component, yeah. <sighs> All right. So, what's the safest way to this override station? Uh, we're gonna need to cross R and D floor and then head up to uh, Father's office. He's got the override terminal. Can you purge these units from here? Uh, no, this is observation. This is all modern equipment. I could purge the units that are down there. I'd have to stop at each tank. Or I can do it from the override terminal. Can you do them all from the override terminal? Yeah. Sounds like target one. 
Yes. All right. Well, follow me. He says as he leads you out of out a separate door that leads to a set of stairs going down. Hill's going to try and sort of get Verush's attention, let Coltarn go first, and sort of pull him to the back while still keeping half an eye on Kendall. All right. I'll hang back. This man's brain is possibly as dangerous a weapon as anything down here. If we don't end up killing him outright, we may have to take him with us to make sure he does not fall into the wrong hands. Again. I that is definitely not priority one, but that is a hard call that we may have to make somewhere down the line. I would say custody would be a bit more if we can spare the resources for it, humane for all involved. I would just like to say that at this point, Kendall has walked up and has put her arm around his. Of office. course, he has. Yeah, of course, she has. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If what he's able to build gets into the wrong hands, even out in the wider galactic theater, there could be serious problems. And we'll just need to keep an eye on him. We're still not killing him. As try our hardest not to and you sort of get the air you sort of get the air of a savant off of off of xander a bit as Mm -hmm. you as you realize that the level of technology that he's made exceeds anything he should have been able to make but he lacks in everything else yeah look he's just he he specked into one skill (laughs) bill shoots a mistle a look on his shoulder definitely teasing he's like are you an ethics cop you have to tell us you know if you're an ethics cop (laughs) I don't think I am. All right, then. Mm-hmm. All right, let's catch up before the rest of... Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. And Miss Fairchild has already... Okay, well, here we go. <clears throat> Until we'll just sort of sweep up and glower behind Kendall. <laughs> is she talking to Xander at all? Absolutely. Small talk, she or? is making small talk. She is getting them. Mostly she is doing what she knows how to do really well, which is just talking with get him a little bit more at ease, comfortable, less nervous. Can I make an insight check to see if that's working? Sure. I will also make this roll that I'm very unqualified at making. No, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make this insight roll for a different reason. <laughs> hey. I want to make this insight roll. Oh She's god. <laughs> that's perfect. Never mind. I know uh, what my result is. Roll me a persuasion check as well, okay. Kendall. I'm good at this. I will re-roll that shit. <laughs> I have, I have, like four, three inspiration. <laughs> I have four inspirations. Nice. Till is convinced that Kendall has decided this is her new boyfriend, and he is displeased by this fact. <laughs> uh, that was a perception roll. The more you oh, fight it, the worse it's going to get. I mean, hey, if he's if he's Kendall's new boyfriend, that just means that he's coming with us, and thus can't spread his twenty-three to the corner of the galaxy. 
That's fair. Exactly your point, um, I'm down to three inspiration. Not the way I wanted it to come off, but okay. Uh, I'm sure Mr. Fairchild is going to have lots of commentary on his daughter hanging out with somebody like this. Anyway. Yeah. Why would why would my dad have why why wouldn't my dad express concerns about me 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 hanging out with a weapons manufacturer? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh Ver- recruit. Don't tell uh, her that her dad won't approve. Varush, Ver- uh what you're what you're getting off of this is that you're pretty certain that um Xander has never in his life spoken to anyone who was not a co-worker. Because mm. and, and and anyone who didn't know everything about him already. Because every every question that uh, Kendall asks is met with a degree of surprise. Like, why would you ask that? That's an obvious thing. Because it seems like everyone who worked in this R&D facility knew that he was the boss's kid and that he was the boss's kid who had grown up in this facility. Um. And, uh, but with the 23 persuasion, you're definitely coaxing him down into just like regular conversation rhythm as he gets used to just answering questions and talking. I'm helping. Good cop. Mistel will whisper to Till, I'm not very familiar with this. Is she hitting on him? Think so. With a natural one, yeah, you think he's right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I'm very certain. Does she do this a lot? Yes. She will pat Till on the shoulder. I hope you get. (laughs) I hope you get paid a lot. I don't, but that's nice. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man on paid in turn. That is that is uh that that is Till's secret mission that none of us know about. Getting pictures of pictures Spider Man. Pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> yep. It's canon now. Um yeah. Does he work for K Kona Kendelson? Wait, what's forget what your last let's, name is. Let's let's Fairchild. let's let's back that I've one up before you Fairchild. make any other acronyms uh, any other acronyms <laughs> with those initials moving on <laughs> that's f- why we quickly switched to the f to the f right f franklin fairchild mm-hmm. anyway uh so uh the he leads you down uh a set of stairs and then onto the r&d floor where you are walking amongst these massive uh, preservation tubes as you realize just how big these things are in comparison to you. As each of you individually probably comes up to one of these things' shins. Are we talking like huge, gargantuan? What type probably of size? Like the size category above huge, which I believe is gargantuan. Yeah, each of these things is a gargantuan creature. Damn. How well can we see them? Uh, the preservation fluid kind of obscures them, but they're still very much stand out from the interior. It's sort of like in any mad scientist lab, you see like the 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 like the translucent green tubes with something inside, right? Where you can see the 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 clear definition and shape, but not too many fine details. From from what we can see, is it possible to tell what the 
what the original organic species was? Uh, roll me a nature check. So with that three nature check bees, um, you have yeah, no clue everything. what these things used to be. Big meat. <laughs> Probably some sort of large ground-based animal. Biggest piggest. I mean, honestly, I think with a three, I think you could have just said probably some kind of large. Some kind of large. A dinosaur story. Whatever whatever they were, they were big before they got turned into even bigger demons. They were elephants once. Baruch gives you a look. Yep. Baruch <laughs> gives John the player a look. <laughs> stares mm-hmm. through the reality. It's like stares it hard enough to break through the fourth wall. The first, the first look is fuck around. You don't want the second look. <laughs> you don't want to find out. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Xander leads the group across the R&D floor past all of the massive incubation tubes. Till's just keeping his head on a swivel waiting for something else to jump out of the shadows. Yeah, ditto. Mistel's being a creeper watching Kendall and Xander. I am walking a few steps behind Kendall and Xander, keeping an eye out for any of these things becoming active. Yeah. I am being a distraction and talking nonstop. Excellent. Fortunately, none of these appear to even be twitching. Um, you don't know what state of <laughs> creation process they were in. Uh, you don't see any other staff in this facility. Not not that bees would notice this, but just for my own interest as an as an observer, are these things hooked into any sort of like life support or they have a number of different tubes that seem to be attached at various points about their body that connect to the machinery around the incubation tubes. Is that machinery active? Is there liquid flowing in and out? That sort of thing? It's hard to tell. Okay. Are these alive? I mean, not in the traditional sense, Xander says. Does that mean they're dead? No. Not in the traditional sense. What did they used to be? Uh, if I recall correctly, there was a large, um, excessively large megafauna of simian disposition that roamed the sub-mountain ranges around the central area of the continent that were gathered for use. You know a lot of words. Large apes. You. Like a make a month. Are we see- while we're walking through this? Are we seeing any signs of like staff? Nope, you don't just, see anybody like else. 
Well, I mean, like, even, like, bodies. Like, yeah, like, like habitation. Stuff like that, all. yeah. Um, you don't, yeah, you don't see any corpses. You don't see any uh, recent signs of activity. Okay. Any odors? Uh, Sorry. Go for it. Faint smell of brimstone still in the air. I mean, it is demonology. All right. Well, let's find this override console and start to clean this place out. I don't suppose what's hooked up to... Sorry, Miss Fairchild, you were saying. No. I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, you were talking. I wasn't trying to interrupt. You're good. I don't suppose this master central system can do anything about all of the various demons wandering about on the surface and elsewhere. I mean, I mentioned it earlier. I can send the override command and issue orders to them if they've all reverted to base instincts. All right. So self-termination might be on the docket. I can probably do that. I'd have to I'd have to code the sequence myself because I don't think he ever wrote a self-termination command. But I could probably spend an hour really? or two. And could you have them gather in one location? Oh, definitely that. I find it fascinating that your father didn't consider needing a fail-save. I think his fail-save was standby rather than termination. Interesting. I don't think he wanted to lose any of his troopers. At some point, Mistel's going to whisper to Till. I think he might be leading us into a trap. Till just quietly sort of nod. Hmm. But we're following Xander until he finds the office. <laughs> Two minutes later. Uh, Xander heads up a set, another set of stairs. And there's a... He comes to a single set of doors that just says Overseer. He puts his ID badge up to it. It rings error. That's weird. Normally I have clearance to come in here. When's the last time I, I, okay, go ahead. Uh, like I said, I haven't gone in since my father took off. I will walk over towards the data pad where he put where he slid this card. Um, let's see if I can try it. And I'm going to uh, hold my hand out, to, like basically cover my hand over the pad. And as I do, uh, the forearm of the exosuit that I'm wearing uh, pops out several aspects of it as this multi-limbed sort of uh, uh, technological device spiders around my hand into the, towards the device. I'm going to try to use my auto unlocker on it. Because well, I figured that could probably work on a, 
that I figured that could probably be something that would work on a technological lock. Uh, it's part of my adaptable Omni tool, uh, the auto entry device. This device attempts to automatically crack physical locks or hack powered doors when set to do so as an action. Its ability to check for doing so is 10 plus int. So it's an automatic 15 on the attempt, basically. Uh, you get the sense that it is not advanced enough to open this lock. It does work on powered doors, for whatever that's Yes, called. but it's okay. it, its passive score is not high enough to open this lock. Okay, so let it go for a second, and then pull think, it back. Go ahead. Do you think maybe, if you said you haven't been up here since your dad took off, do you think maybe he changed the codes and maybe, I don't know, forgot to tell you? I mean, it's possible. Like, who else could do what that? I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's the only one who could really change the access allowances for his own office. Well, Unless somebody is... else got into his office after he was gone and used his terminal. This is a particularly advanced and complicated lock as well. It's not one okay, we need to bypass. We'll try. Can we check for traps? Roll investigation. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Maybe someone else could check for traps. Okay. Uh, no, uh, no, you, I, I'll, you, I'll you, do y'all it. Y'all wanted Kendall. to. We can, we can pick locks, but... Yeah, I might not be the best at this, but Mr. Woolchuck. I will guide you. Xander, could you answer me a question <clears throat> while they're... Road D4. The store? Uh, sure, what do you need to know? What are the security measures for failing to open the store after failed attempts uh usually it's just like five failed attempts and then and then trigger like warning lockout that requires maintenance to come through and unleash it or someone inside to open the door for you okay (laughs) i'm definitely going to use my inspiration also (laughs) try to 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 check if you want look my investigation is not terrible believe it or not Kendall has an intelligence of 15. It's pretty good. That said, rolling out the <laughs> That said, Jeremy rolling dice. Do do based on these rolls, do we have a sense that we don't know or do we feel you have a sense that you have no idea what is behind this door? I am 100% door? sure there is no trap. All right, can can we can we? I'm going to use my inspiration. Can I try sleight of hand again? I, I, I mean, which I'm using for thieves' tools, but to try to pick the lock. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeesh. Okay. Wow. Twelve. Like I said the fi- the fifteen auto picker was not enough. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I really thought a seven skill plus guidance would help me there. Uh, it did is not. There bees. You're at the lock. Can you see through the lock? Uh, no, it's electronic. Hmm. Is there... Is this something that could be bypassed by a technology or a computer? Are there role? seams to the door or is there a, and a window? There are no seams and no window. It is completely sealed. Um, Damn. You could attempt to hack... You, rather than trying to physically hotwire the door with thieves tools, you could attempt to hack the door with a computer's roll. Cold time? Uh, I can try. Um, I don't. I don't have a computer skill. I have technology. Is it per chance? What actually would would technology help me take the door apart? 
Yeah, that would be the very long and like very thorough method of opening the door. Is the door perchance a creature that I? It is not. (laughs) It is not a creature. Uh, You cannot banish the door. Damn it! Yeah, because I think we determined that the auto entry device doesn't actually. It doesn't roll. It just takes the flat fifteen. It doesn't roll the plus fifteen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That means so I, I can't can... polymorph it into an, uh, a roach either, right? Um, no. Okay. You could true polymorph it if you had that spell. So yeah, my, my potentially relevant tools are... My potentially relevant skills are technology or mechanist's tools. I don't know which one of those would be better. Technology would probably be if you wanted to just take the entire door apart. Or just, like, take the, the lock itself apart. Yeah. Mistel, um, you're also pretty small. Are you any good with picking locks? Okay, yes, so... I can pick a lock. For for whatever. Okay, go ahead. Would you like me to pick this lock? We we couldn't figure it out, but we bet you'd be pretty good. And Mistel attempt to pick this one. Yeah, taking the lock apart will be far more time consuming than just trying to hotwire it. Uh, right, wh- what do I need to roll for this? Uh, thieves tools with dexterity. Where there they are. With a 25. Yay! Which makes that noise, too. Oh, oh uh... God. I mean, technically a... What, what, that was 28. 28. <laughs> oh, 29. 29. 29, baby. So with a 29, Mistel sort of hovers down next to it and sort of pries it open a little bit and just sort of reaches in, pulls out some of the wires and, like, readjusts them and connects them to other wires and the door lights up, and slides open. And that's how that is done. Yay! Well done. Good job. Good job, Mistel. What's inside? Inside uh, is a fairly plain Ah. office. (laughs) Like, it it definitely is very no-nonsense. Like, it's just sort of, like, plain steel interior walls and floor with, like, a large, like, work desk with like a pile of notes on one side and a and a computer console built into it uh the only outstanding feature that would that would not just have this be any overseer's office in any manufactory is the fact that there appears to be a uh ritual circle drawn on one side of the room's floor on the floor though it's not like on the wall or anything well there is a ritual circle on the floor and then another set of symbols drawn on the wall next to it Okay. You guys don't have pentagrams in your break room? <laughs> um. Look, you should. They're protective. I was going to say, break room, no. <laughs> Bedroom, maybe. <laughs> well, that's the more appropriate place. Right? Yeah. Um. I feel like that's not normal, Mr. will say. Uh, can I roll religion? To I was gonna I... say, yeah. I kind of <laughs> wanted. I wanted to use one of my uh, divine kind of communion circle. Oh come on! I spend a divine. Sense We've been hitting them ones tonight. Uh, if you spend a divine sense, you don't sense anything active. Like the circle is a circle, but it could, you know, okay. it's not yeah. in itself. Yeah. A thing of another, a, another a, a demonic, a demonic being, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want to make well, sure 
Mr. Lydon, shall we get to that override? Yep. He walks over across the room, sits down, opens up the computer and starts punching information in. Um, Still's going to hover. Actually, once he logs Behind in, shoulder. <laughs> once he logs in, I'm not going to actually stick my hand in front of him and push him back and say, Coltarn, did you want to take a look? At, sorry, what? The override station. Oh, yeah. It's It's not that I don't believe you. It's just that there's a lot of information we don't want to lose and we don't know what you're accessing. He it holds his hands out towards the computer like, go ahead. I'll step up and I'll take a look at it. He'll, he'll note, you're not going to be able to get much without me inputting information. It's not designed, it's like it's not designed for anyone who doesn't have the override to be able to easily access anything. That's why you're still up front. And I <laughs> set him next to Coltarn and I step back. That was a weird voice for Roosh. Uh, I'll yes. bring Sh- uh, Skirtolbar over. Um, does it look like the kind of thing that Skirtolbar would be able to interface with? It doesn't have an interface port. No, I mean, like, as an AI, does it look like it might be something that he could get into? Through what connection? Any connection. Like, yeah, I guess, yeah, because I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure how AI work based on the Gadgeteers thing, but... Cause they... This thing does not run on Wi-Fi. Okay, cool. No connection whatsoever. All right. How's it... Um, it is a closed-circuit computer. So, through the hard drive directly, then. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I will see. I will investigate it really quick just to sort of get an idea of what this is and like trying to ascertain what it is exactly and what might be stored in it. If it is like just an override switch or if it's a database repository that he might be wiping, something like that. This appears to be an overseer's terminal. It's got general project info over the entire facility. It's got override controls. It's got logs and data information it, this is this is the personal computer of the head of the project is and there's no so way to can offload open any of the this vault data? is what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. there's no way to <laughs> there's no way to offload any of this data i mean not without override control which you would need xander for yeah, yeah, yeah. can we access it without overriding like, like anything any any commands of significance require like override access Okay. So I'll look over at him. If you would. And I'm going to keep an eye on him just to see what he's did to make sure he's not doing more than just opening it up. Okay. It, yeah. Good idea. Well, if Coltard's overseeing, Till's going to drift back towards Kendall. Hmm. Where so, do you think Kendall is? Okay. Till's going to sort of draw Kendall to the side, ostensibly to make room for other people who are, you know, supervising the computery things. Yes, yeah, no, and she will she will move aside. Mistel's going to sit on Kendall's shoulder and whisper into her ear. I don't think he would make a good boyfriend. Wait, what? I'm not No, no. Not oh, my that's tie. what Till said. Not my tie. No, I not said at all. maybe. No, no, I'm just look, he seems like a decent guy, and it's not his fault that his dad does what he does, right? I'm pretty sure he's about to betray us all. 
I mean, I hope not. I'm sure it's fine. Is that your professional opinion? Yes. I don't think he would. What do you think his motivations or attachments are then? I don't know. Um, trying to figure out his own what he's going to do himself. Uh, I mean, obviously, he seems to be pretty happy doing what he's doing, but like, you know, just keep doing what he's doing, I guess, maybe. Uh, meanwhile, Xander inputs an incredibly long string of numbers and and letters into the override command. Is Tolbar and, able to memorize it? Uh, not with the speed he's working. I mean, it's an AI. Yeah, you would have like the AI is not programmed to read people's finger movements. Fair. I don't know if you could see it, but. But he punches this very long sequence in and hits enter. And it comes back up incorrect. And Xander goes, the fuck? So he changed it. Probably. Um, Hang on. And he starts rifling through the desk trying to look for anything. I will I will give him an assistance with the investigation, seeing if we can find any clues. Is this is this professor the kind who writes his passwords down on sticky notes? <laughs> Till goes over to that circle again. Because the professor has apparently vanished. Does this look like something that could have teleported him somewhere? Uh roll religion. What do you know about demonic circles? Oh, probably nothing. Fifteen. It's some kind of communication circle, so that probably depends on whatever's on the other side of whatever okay. he contacted. Okay. Mister will fly over to uh, Till's shoulder and whisper to him, "I see why her father hired you." You do. <laughs> To keep her safe. She's not a good judge of character. Oh. <laughs> so with a 26 with the with the advantage, she sort of fumbles around, <laughs> looks through the desk, uh, and like reaches up and under and presses uh, a false bottom out of one of the shelves and pulls it out and finds uh like a small journal. And ah, here we go. Pulls it open, flips through it. Come on, tell me you left me something here. He says as he starts flipping through the journal. Um, was there anything else in that false bottom other than the journal? Just the journal. Look over it. Look, while he's reading through it, um, of Tolbar sort of standing over his shoulder, keeping an eye on him. Um, and I'm just going to look around in the immediate vicinity of the desk to see if there's anything else that stands out as, like, odd. Well, investigation check. And I'm just pinging the scan. I'm just going to ping the scanner again just to get a more clear idea of what all is in this room. Okay, I don't think she's a bad judge of character. I just think there's been a 
certain level of exposure to reality that she's had, which is a different level of exposure to reality than I've had. And so I've got experiences that she doesn't. And the experiences she has that I don't are less common to the larger population of the galaxy. And the ones that I have that she doesn't are more common to the larger experiences of the galaxy. So maybe it's a contextual thing. Mistel's nodding like she understands. Yeah. But <laughs> she, she didn't get all that. <laughs> nodding like she understands, but she doesn't understand. Uh, with a 26 and with your scanner, you get the sense that this room is full of technology that connects to various other places within the facility, but you're not seeing anything immediately accessible outside of the computer. Okay. Well, are you finding anything? Uh, hang on. And he flips closer to the back of the book. Did you leave me any kind of message at all, Dad? Uh, and he finds at the, like, near the last pages, ah, here we go. And there he finds a note that's been left for him by Leiden. And it, it looks like a general, just like, keep track of things, keep an eye on the facility, I'll be back when I can, kind of farewell note but he's like this was placed in the middle of a secret desk why would he have this hang on a minute and he starts like flipping through the 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 individual wording of the of the of the letter you're gonna roll another investigation check it's like this missile how much time did she spend price comparing the various outfits that she bought for you? Or did she just say, get them all. It'll be fine. They had to custom make them for me because of my size. So she just told them to do stuff. Right. See, rich people aren't like us. Oh, I know that. Okay, good. All right. Well, then then we're, yeah, you see where I'm coming from. That, rich people you know. aren't like us. They're rich, you see. <laughs> But she's different than other rich people. In some ways. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. She is. How many uh-huh. cave- how many caveats can Till add? <laughs> and, yes, yeah, no. He... Rich people aren't like normal people, but also no, all normal people aren't the same, and therefore all rich people probably aren't the same either. So yes, I think I think that makes sense. <laughs> If only that but were true. He he flips, he like starts to go over the individual lettering of the note, and he's like, okay, I, I get this cipher. You really have a habit, Dad. And he starts inputting a different string of sequence of letters and numbers into it, and hits enter, and it's access accepted. Right. See what we can do. Now can we do- now can we offload data from this? Depends what you're looking for. I'm trying. I'm just going to offload everything onto this computer onto a data pad if possible. How big of a data pad? One large enough to house the entire consciousness of an AI. That is currently housing the entire consciousness of an AI. Yeah. How much room do you think is left on that data pad? Uh, that's At fair. least 80 gigs. At least another terabyte. 
how much i guess the question then is like how much data is on this computer because they definitely don't they definitely don't have as many microprocessors on this plan as we do outside as we do outside of it <laughs> definitely not however this thing connects to the entire database for this entire project facility okay so it's it's multiple database servers all networked together yeah ah this is a uh doom movie situation where all the data's in different wings so so this computer is the nexus point of the information of this entire facility it is the overseer's terminal he says hmm. <laughs> well then Let's see if there's anything relevant here before we terminate things, just in case everything goes down when you hit those buttons. I'd like to just very quickly glance through and see if there's anything. Mostly I'm looking for relevant to ongoing projects that might be generating more of these things and where Leiden went. Roll me a computer's roll. I don't have computers. <laughs> I was hoping for investigation. Uh, so. If it was written in any kind of normal language, it would be, but this is entirely written in computer in computer jargon for notation. Cool. So flat intelligence check. Twenty-two. So with the twenty-two. What you're getting out of this is that there is hardly any information on this database that is not pertaining specifically to the operations of this facility and other facilities around the planet. Uh, there is no personal information on basically anyone. There is only project communication. There is status updates. There is monitoring information. There is no information on Leiden as a person, so you won't be able to find okay. any info on where he went. Um, but you can find listings of active monitoring stations all of which except for this one appear to have, appear to have been taken offline according to the status updates okay in that case can i get can i copy down the information for what the, the projects of every facility that this that uh, the projects of every facility that that has been connected to this like project name maybe some details if i can find that if there if the information is there where those facilities are just so that I have a general idea of what other unfortunate presence are existing on this planet for the people that live here. Um, and if any of those are currently active, other than, like, none of the other watching, none of the like, watch posts are active, but if any of those other projects are still active. No, like, that's what it, it's like, the, okay. the status of each of those project facilities is deactivated. Okay, cool. So, yeah, but, like, so, yeah, basically what those what those facilities were doing where they're at, if possible. And I think that's probably the most amount of information. That they mostly just have designations. So yeah. they don't have like physical location descriptors. Yeah. So yeah, as much of those, that two, those two ranks of information as I can. And yeah, you can, you can get the list of, it looks like there were several dozen facilities. Yeah. So copying it down to Datapad. Basically sort of like scrolling through and having Tollbar translate by looking at it into the Datapad. Um, and then once we've confirmed we've got that data. All right. I think that's all we're going to need for now. Well, then, 
I gesture towards the console because he knows what he needs to do. If you would be so kind. All right. Uh, give me like half an hour to mock up a termination code. If you need any assistance, I'm happy to offer it. This is working on the code that we developed on this planet. You're from a different planet. I don't know how your code's going to interact. I'm always one for an experiment. With demons? With code. Yeah, but this is the code that inputs commands for these demon soldiers. Arush goes and stands by the door outside. (laughs) I'm offering to give him advantage on his rolls. If (laughs) He will take the advantage. While he mutters in his own brain, now he's worried about demons. I've always been worried about demons. I'm just worried about demons. No, no, Oh, the other guy. Vander, now he's worried about demons. He gets an actual with that advantage. Till's going to uh, scrape up a little bit of the blood off the circle. Mm -hmm. Just in case. Well, look, if we can't find Leiden, and the last thing he did was use the circle to communicate to somebody, he had to get the blood from somewhere, and it's traditional in demonology, I think, to use your own damn blood. So maybe we can use this to find him. I mean... Fair. That's smart, and also a little creepy. Valid points all. Concerned you know so much about demonology. But you've got about half an hour as he as he runs through the required code structures to formulate this command. Are you doing anything else in that time? Helping him. Um... Has this been low energy enough that we might be able to call it a short rest? <laughs> Probably. Cool. Yay! I get all my shit back. Same! What do I get on my... Short rest squad. Presumably, I cannot take a short rest because I'm helping you. No, because you're actively helping, yeah. Not that I get anything on a short rest anyways. (laughs) So, who cares? (laughs) Ooh, teleportation again. Yeah. (laughs) Now I, you're excited about that. It never goes well for you. <laughs> I've played a warlock enough to get excited in, by proxy. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I wonder how many, how many different free stacks of teleportation can you get? You can get the fey ancestry one. They're like the elven, the elven racial that gives you the, an extra teleport, a free misty step. And then you can get the fey touch, which gives you a free misty step. Then don't test me, I will find out. As an Eladrin, you have a free Misty Step. And as a warlock, I believe depending on your depending on your warlock patron, I believe you can yeah, get Yeah, the a free warlock Misty is step. I've got I, that's where one of mine are. So you could theoretically, just off the top of my head, get four free Misty Steps. That sounds about right. <laughs> and just just nightcrawler your way across the map. How far can I play keep away from Till? Well, here's the thing. Yes, you get four Misty Steps. My fly speed of 45 never runs out. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're you're wearing heavy armor. (laughs) Right. Medium or heavy armor. 
that's when banishment comes into play. You're right. Yeah, no, that's fair. Mm. But uh, half an hour passes. And he <clears throat> leans back and, and Xander leans back in his chair. Okay, I've mocked up a an override signal that should order every single uh, Zarheim unit on the planet that gets the, that gets the signal, which should be all of them. We've got full signal access uh, to self terminate by virtue of overloading all power reactors inside and outside their cybernetics. Question. Inside and outside, would that cause them to target reactors that were not inside them? For instance, no, it's a city. Things reactor. that are in things that are in their hardware, things that are either built into them or on their exterior. Okay, wanted to clarify that. Secondly, how much damage would that do if they were to say go up in a laboratory where we're all standing? Uh, those ones don't have any cybernetics. Those I have to flush manually. Hmm. If there were, say, a handful of these entities in the ventilation shafts below us, however... Uh, each one would probably go up with, like, the degree of a couple of grenades. So, so long as we're not right next to them, we should be fine. Generally. All right. I look back at the others. Do they all seem prepared for a fight? Does that mean that they're all going to die? Uh, yes. All all of the fiend hybrids are going to die. Is this. there any way to take the fiendish parts out and leave the things that they were before? The yeah. things the things that things that they were before are gone, unfortunately. Are we sure? Pretty certain, based on what we saw of the fiends that we have fought. Can can you unmake the things that you've made? I'll ask that directly to Xander. I just did cybernetics. You'd have to ask someone in demonology for that. Like, could I remove the cybernetics from any individual target? Probably. Could I undo any of the demonology work? Probably not. I don't know anything about those rituals or anything about what goes into that. Does what you do hurt? No. If you if you inflict pain on the target, like, it's a bit weird for fiends in specific, but for general cybernetic purposes, inflicting pain on the target while you're implanting cybernetics just makes them reject the cybernetics. And it's less efficient. Okay. So I guess now the question is, do you want to destroy your father's life? Whatever Cody just said got cut off. Or something. Oh, fuck. That was... Legacy or laboratory no, was the word. No, it was, did you want to destroy your father's life's work or did you want one of us to? I mean, it doesn't really make a difference to me. Aside from the fact that I'm going to need a new line of work. Do you get paid? I mean, I did. And I'm there right. it is. Hmm. Presumably you got paid un until your father disappeared and the Empire fell. 
Yeah, and then I was just sort of left with this. I, to be fair, I didn't really have a lot to do with the credits aside from like betting with the other staff, but they also disappeared around that time. Ooh, what did you I bet can on? give you some ideas. I mostly just like it, like rates of the next love the of any projects being completed, or like whether or not one of one of the other scientists was going to fuck up whatever they were working on. Did that mean you bet on whether they would die or not? No, just whether or not they were going to do their job right or end up setting us back a few a few days. You bet on mermaid again? What was that? Did you bet on mermaid again? Cabin in the woods joke. <laughs> it's merman. Um, and I'm yes. never gonna see a merman. I'm never gonna see a merman. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, I can go ahead and hit the button if you want. I think that's a good idea. Let's go ahead and do this. Everyone be prepared in case shit goes sideways. How does that work? He reaches over and hits the enter key. You kind of feel like there should be an amount of fanfare to this, but he just sort of sits back. All right. Signals out. Is this... I shall ask. Is this laboratory too far below the surface for radio signal to penetrate? No. You've got signal access to everything. There's just nothing here except for those guys, he says, pointing out to the ones in the tubes. I was going to say, yeah. Till's looking at those guys, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll pull out my comm unit and uh, radio to the... Uh, um, fuck name Marcus. Hmm? Radio to fuck name Odano. Odano, Lord General Odano, you read signals a bit staticky, but he comes back. Uh, yes, we've got you. This is Coltan of the Dust Knights. We've just sent out a uh, hopefully a termination signal to the fiend troopers around the planet. I was wondering if you might be able to send out uh, some scouts to any known locations and see if they have if they have ceased functioning or not. Well, the guards on the wall just reported a couple of detonations in the wilderness, so we'll check on that first. Yes, please give us a report quickly, if possible. I'll let that go. Well then, that just leaves Sounds those. promising, at least. It does. That just leaves those, I say, pointing towards the tanks. Yep, okay. Let me... He pulls up a different set of commands. This one, we do have already set up commands for this, and I don't have to mock up the code myself. Well, that's he says, it's the... <laughs> In... Extremely. As he, as he inputs project termination commands, and you see outside the uh, the tubes change from like faintly greenish glow to red. Kill's going to sort of see if he can nudge Kendall to the side of the room that is furthest away from those tubes. Come on. All right. Um, life support's cut off. All uh, construction process has halted. Uh, and life signs are dropping to zero. I'm waiting for the oh shit moment. Bees, some of the bees go over towards um, 
the nearest nearest one of the tanks and they just go up close to it and uh, the bees say we're sorry he looks over at the tanks no i mean they weren't quite ready to be released anyway and with no one else working on the project they were never going to be I'm still watching until that light fades. Is it? Uh, walk over and who, stand, who is, stand next to bees. Who was Xander saying that to? Cold uh, Arn about the, okay. the waiting for the oh shit moment. Got it. No, the, the red light's always going to be on. It's the emergency lighting saying life support failed. At least the red light will be on until this entire facility loses power. Hmm. Is there any going to be any indication for when I'm sort of looking at them, is there any reaction from them at all? Nope. They were still when you walked by them and they're still still now. So these are mostly just lifeless hunks of flesh. There were faint life signals just by the energy being being supported inside them, but no, they weren't ready. They weren't active yet. Hmm. Now they never will be. Demonic corpses without their programming yet. Bruges? <clears throat> Bruges? Yeah. Do you think these things remember what they were? Not in a long time, from the looks of it. Okay. It's rough, but this is better than any alternative that we might have been able to provide. It's... It's better that they die than that they be what they were going to be. But it's not right. You're right. It's not right. But if they could remember from before, I'm sure they'd rather this than what could have been. I'm sure they would. Things should be what they're supposed to be. That's also right. <laughs> Loaded statement coming from bees. <laughs> yeah, it is. And with that, as this facility has finally been shut down, we're going to head, go ahead and end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>